Podcast in the Tamaki Makaurau Auckland studio. Morena, and welcome to Tereira and Irene Pink. Oh, How morena. are you? We're good. Yeah, it's beautiful weather in Auckland. We're happy as pie. Yeah. Sandboys. Yes. Is, is it sandboys? What is a sandboy? I don't boy? know. Probably shouldn't say. Probably something. I don't know. Probably, get yeah, cancelled, yes. Yeah. We're um, just happy. We're yeah. happy as Larry. Yeah, Can we say Larry? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I'm I'm looking for. I'm shoveling this afternoon, so I'm excited. <laughs> I, I like to do a form of exercise that results in something being achieved that leaves a lasting visual legacy. So, wow. I, as you can imagine, I don't, don't exercise often. I'm going to shovel some butt. I hey, thought um, you were fit as the proverbial. I will be. Yeah. Oh yes. As a jackrabbit. Can you as say a jackrabbit. Jack <laughs> or a, I no, it's a it's a um, buck rat, which I presume is a. Oh, a boy a rat. rat. Is it like a muskrat? Because I will be. <laughs> a kind of smelly and a little bit feral. Uh, prone to eating food off the floor. Um, the ch- Talking uh, of food on the floor. Are we? No, I don't know. Look, it it's pigeons. Oh, I've, yes. oh, pigeons, my favourite. I've bored people a lot recently, mm. um, particularly with the fact that the, the Chinese, I believe, have. They've got a new pigeon air force. I think it's been there for a little while. Maybe oh. they've recruited 10,000 pigeons. I don't know if you actively... Recruit a pigeon, no. <laughs> breed them, just buy them, catch them, catch them. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I know, know where tons of pigeons are. You Do know? you? Yeah, Your... my apartment. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. a great story, though. This I is a great story. story. Um, anyway, so the Indian police arrested a pigeon <laughs> and detained it for several months, believing it was a spy. <laughs> yeah. Based entirely on the fact that, well, a China does have ten thousand pigeons in its army, um, and and be this pigeon that they caught had a couple of little tags with what appeared to be sort of they said um, in the news article Chinese writing, yeah, uh, and it was found at maybe a military base or something, uh, and in the end they went, oh, we no, it's, we don't think it's a spy, it's a lost. It was. Pigeon. It was from Taiwan, Taiwan as oh, well. It was right. a racing pigeon. But what I thought was when I read that headline, I was like, oh, this is a cra- crazy animal story. And then you read the story and you go, actually, I can see what's going on. Totally. Can you? Yeah, Why? totally. Because it had Chinese writing and it was and it was flying out of its area. And, you know, well, I mean, it's true. Yes. It didn't have a little note on it, though. No, 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 it's more just genius ways that countries yes. in general yeah. might spy on each other. I mean, yeah. we had the spy balloon scandal, didn't we? We did. But, but the, the, but the pigeons, are, uh, are, uh, what they're doing is, they're gonna, they're, is they think if, if we need to communicate in a way that cannot be intercepted unless the pigeon gets lost, because uh, you, can't, you can't, you know, get rid of it or you can't hack a communication system that's yeah, pigeon-based. What, eh? what would it have been doing anyway if it was a spy yeah. pigeon? Well, did it have a little... Might have had a little GoPro pigeon. on it or something. I was going to say, could have had a little camera, or it could but have it had. Um, it just had tags on its little leggies. Yeah. It's a pretty we slow way of spying, one, isn't it? It's actually you know, not exactly real time, yeah. is it? No. We had one fly into our deck uh, recently, and we went. That pigeon seems quite tame, and it has a tag, and it was friendly, and so a we pigeon. yeah we rang the number, and a dude went, oh, that's my pigeon, and he Aww. drove around and picked up his pigeon. I find it so fascinating that they race them, eh? And they yeah. go for massive distances. A long way. Amazing. Yeah. Hmm. There was an entire um, uh, military operation. I, I listened to a podcast about it because I'm a white guy who listens to military podcasts. Um, in England, they had to have a unit of people. It was a car with some dudes and shotguns going around um, the coast of England um, shooting pigeons. And I think they start they were shooting like a like a bird that hunted the pigeons because they, their pigeons from France weren't getting back again. And then they realised that the birds were actually stopping any pigeons that were going from England back to the continent. So it was a bit of a sort of oh, what do we do? How do they know they were French pigeons? Were they wearing like beret, tiny beret? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> they had like little loads of bread under tiny, their wings. Cigar. Cigar. <laughs> Those are the Italian ones, the Italian the, pigeons. Yeah, they would have been really sleek. Those racing pigeons. Sorry, yeah. I'll anyway. stop talking about pigeons. Um, it's spring cleaning? Done any? 
I, did did you Marie I'm, Kondo? I'm very, I'm very clean and very tidy anyway, by yeah. nature. Didn't, didn't, didn't do any Marie Kondoing over the Christmas period, Catherine? Actually, I did. Did you? Didn't um, find any leftover fruit and think there's value in that. <laughs> <laughs> Probably eaten it already, but anyway. 285-year-old uh, lemon found in the back of a set of drawers mm. uh, with a note, actually. It yes, said, it was a love note. It was a love note given by Mr. Uh, P. Lou Francini, November 4, 1739, to Miss E. Baxter, who promptly clearly went... Ugh, and chucked the lemon in the back of the drawer, <laughs> yeah. and there it sat for 285 years until someone found a set of drawers, was cleaning enough, and went, I reckon we'll sell that lemon. Yeah. It would just be so, a pile of mould, wouldn't it? I mean, well, no, they left? sort of... They pres- it was, well, actually, no, I don't... It was you preserved point, I thought lemon. it would be... Oh, no, no, they sort of wrong. desiccate down into a sort of leathery... Imagine my head, but smaller. Oh. Leathery and wizened. I can't unsee <laughs> that now. But they sold the lemon for, like, I think 1,800 US... I think, or yeah, 1800, like that, and yeah. then they, but they only sold the cabinet, which I was more interested in, uh, you yeah. know, being in, uh, like, I, like I in text, um, for only $40. Yeah. yeah. But there's not, there's so many things in these stories you think there's more, but who did they sell it to? And why did they want a 240 or 285-year-old well, lemon? You know that saying, when life gives you a lemon, you sell it at auction. <laughs> Taylor Swift could write about that. Yeah. One of her, I've never heard a Taylor Swift song, and that says more about me. It does, because she's brilliant. Yeah. Have like you not even heard Shake It Off? You must have. Yeah. No? Shake it off, shake it off. Isn't it the Beatles? No. It's oh. better. No? Oh, controversial. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm a, like, I'm a she's fan. Brilliant. Of, I'm she's a, brilliant. I'm, I'm a fan of, of Taylor Swift at the moment, just simply because she's causing massive conniptions in the sort of Make America Great Again folks who believe that she's a, a PSYOP, uh, Biden administration mm. operative who's teaming up with the NFL player to rig the NFL and to... And to, and to you know, rig the election. Um, but a guy has identified, he's got a world record, he's identified 34 Taylor Swift songs in one minute just by listening to snippets of the of the lyrics, lyrics not even read to him. Yeah. But then you read further on, and he's done that with Justin Bieber yeah. as well, and also something else. He, so um, it's obviously that sort of guy, right? He's yeah. Just, uh, he got a good what, memory. He did. He Oh, he identified animal sounds. Animal sounds. Well, how hard can... Oh, I suppose that is quite hard. But... What, how would you do that, though? Like, it would just go growl, growl, growl. I suppose they he... played snippets of animal sounds. Like, heart, sometimes the, the goat sheep, monkey, a terrapin, do they make sounds? No. Do, just a slithering noise. No, but you kind of need enough of the sound, like with the goat, to work out that it's a goat and not a sheep yes. or something. Well, you? not for raids, because raids is rural. So oh, so rural. You probably uh, know all those. Oh, I'm familiar with the kookaburras in recently, uh, of an evening, oh. actually. Um, tell us what, uh, what I did. She's released 243 songs. Yeah, she's honestly, she's, I mean, whether you like her music or not, she's she's a very talented young yeah. lady. Yeah, Although, the, if, she, if she did turn up that she was a cyborg, you'd go, oh, yeah, that explains it, because it's a bit, she's re- unrelenting, sort yeah. of, you know, and beautiful yeah. and unrelenting. Nonetheless, um, people are. Upset about it. They could um, go to Elmo. Elmo, you know, familiar with Elmo. Oh, Tickle me, yes. Elmo. I love a little yeah. Elmo. Elmo's um, the Sesame Street character. They put a little post out. All, all Elmo asked was, how's everybody doing? <laughs> and, of course, humanity. Humanity. <laughs> came back and went, oh, no, terrible. Having existential crises. And it was so so overwhelming that the Sesame Street social team had to put up a link to mental health. Yeah. So that'll teach Almo. But what's nice about this, there's always something redemptive even in these stories uh, of, of trauma and grief. As um, someone said, maybe Almo's upset. How's Almo doing? I like that. Um, I like oh, the person who yeah. says, I'm suffering from existential dread. Yes. Or the other person who said, every morning I cannot wait to go back to sleep. <laughs> every Monday I cannot wait for Friday to come. Well, look, I was, oh. I was having a bad day, all right? <laughs> so, yeah. so if anyone's um, feeling bad about their days, pop on to 
pop onto the uh, the platform formerly known as Twitter and, and have a look at the, uh, the crises that people are having. Why don't we just say X now? Surely, oh, surely I just refuse. we know. But surely everybody knows it was formerly known. It's like X. Prince. I'm not going <laughs> to patronise oh. justify his calling it X. I want to talk about the man that was running with the fridge. Yeah. Yeah, because I thought when I read the story, so a man was running with the fridge, he got pulled over by the police in Stevenage in England. I only remember Stevenage because I lived there when I was Did a little Did you? Kid. Tiny. No fridge tiny. runners? No, not in those. I wouldn't have fridge. Um, it was all outside, you know, in the snow. But um, yeah, she, he was running, and I and he got pulled over, and they said, "Hey, we have to pull you over because it's a fridge." And he went, "Oh no, I'm training for a marathon." And I thought, "Oh, that's good. It's like a training thing, like a high altitude." No, he's training so that he carries the fridge, and he goes into the Guinness World Record. Yeah, it's a, it's Matt quite disappointed a, it's, me. It's, it's quite a niche record. Uh, Guinness World Record for fastest marathon carrying a household appliance. Open brackets. White goods. Close brackets. Yeah. So, Not just a toaster. No. No. Or a kettle. Because no. <laughs> surely then, if that, then, then must be another category. It must be a beer fridge, though. It wouldn't be like a fridge freezer, would it? I never saw a photo, oh, like, you know, one of those f- double doored combo with a water cooler plugged in. Was the fridge, I'm, I'm assuming there was no condiments or anything left in the back of the fridge? Oh, I'd go for a dryer. I reckon lemon. that would be a bit That's lighter. Like, but a, a bit dryer. hard to get your hands round, wouldn't it? Well, definitely not a washing machine because they've got the concrete in the bottom. Oh, and they? the clank. Yeah. You'd have to put the little things in to hold the spinny bit. I'm just surprised the Guinness Book of Workers are still going. That should be a record, that it's still going and people are still interested. Well, oh. what's his name? Our um, uh, Taylor Swift guy. He's in it now, multiple times. I know, but... Yeah. I, I just I got really fascinated with people training to to march through like Antarctica and stuff, and, and particularly in England. And so they would make these huge sledges of just tyres tied together, and they would tow them over all manner of obstacles. In preparation, parts, yeah, in preparation. Just look, absolutely. Like I want to be the guy who has the record for for entering the least marathons and thinking about entering more <laughs> marathons and then never entering than anyone else. I want to be in the book for buying a most expensive old lemon. Do you? Yeah. That's well, what I want to be in for. You could track down the person who bought the... The Domino's was good. The Go Domino on. thing was good when you used to do all the Domino's. Sorry. That was really good. What Domino's? Well, for the Guinness Book of World Records. Well, when you flicked the them day. and they all went off. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that was you, always a good one. I, I thought you were that. talking about the restaurant uh, that closed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> was, it, was it Pizza Hut? That no, was a Pizza Hut. Yeah, Pizza Hut. So they put a, a sign up on their door and someone didn't use Autospell. Or maybe they did use Autospell. And what was the... What was? I'll, I'll let you say it. Autospell. <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> I don't, can't figure out whether that's a, like a boomer or a kind of a Gen Y thing. Well, you, we're the you, same age, Brad, so I, I, I don't think we're boomers. Autospell. Autospell. Life yep. would never be the I, same I'm again. Uh, uh, do I have to say this? Yes. Um, the restaurant apparently uh, put the sign up and it was closed for unforeseen <laughs> circumcisions. <Yeah. laughs> Like it could be true. It could be. It could be. Who, who are we to judge? Who are we to yeah. judge? Yeah. Uh, what's going on? <laughs> uh, George Takai, um, former Star Trek uh, online presence, uh, he's, he he commented on us. His typos are my worst enema. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, um, we're starting to get a bit Kath and Kim, we are. aren't we? Hey, look, we are. Look, if, uh, on the subject, Valentine's Day is coming up. I want to remind people is out it? there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll get you something. Oh. Uh, probably this, actually. What? Um, <laughs> what? There's an animal shelter overseas, and you can pay $50, and yep. they will name a feral animal after your ex-partner and then neuter it. Oh. Is that a good thing? That's a Could, little aggressive. Is it? Wow. Is it? It feels like you're not over it if you're getting <laughs> you're naming a cat. Hey, it feels like, like you're still it. harboring some yes. strong feelings. Just get out there with a fridge, strap it to your back. Yeah. Run half but if you got me a puppy, that would be good. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. do you want a puppy? I do, but I sort of don't, but I do, but I sort of don't. Oh, that's my I'm life now, story. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Totally. Hey, thank you.